0: Welcome to another episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast. Yes, it's me, Brooklyn, in the car and just getting ready to head out now, going to pick up some medicine for mum, but thought, hey, why not say hello to everybody? It's the new year. And I had a bit of an epiphany over the Christmas break that I want to share with you because this blew my mind. It sounds so obvious when, <laughs> when I say it out loud, but it really did blow my mind. And as a result of that, I've created some things that I think you are just going to want to get your teeth stuck into. But look, without further ado, let me give you the background. So the background is, you know, I've been doing this work for years now and one of the um most common challenges that I hear is about marketing and people are saying oh I don't want to ask for money and it just feels uncomfortable and like it's, it's not good manners to be asking for money and oh I just don't feel right about it etc etc um you know all the stuff because I already said it in my previous episode so I repeat it but anyway that was what got me to create a program a couple of years ago called Clients on Demand it was a program just for counsellors, psychologists, and social workers who wanted to learn how to market their program and not just their program but their practice, their counselling sessions, their webinars, their retreats, their summits, their packages, all the things that we do. And they so wanted to learn how to market them in a way that just kind of felt better. So anyway, that program was like wildly successful and then it morphed into Marketing Soul because I... Um, uh, became more in tune with things like masculine and feminine energy and there was a huge demand for that. And so then that became, you know, the crux of marketing with soul and that went really well, wildly successful again. But I had a breakthrough. I had a breakthrough over the Christmas break and this was it. I was just sitting there with Buddy. Um, Buddy's my cavalier, King Charles Spaniel, cross Maltese um anyway so buddy and I were just sort of sitting there and I was talking to him and I was explaining to him how I had to um finish patting him in a few minutes because you know I had to go back to work and I was explaining to him what I was doing and you know how sometimes you feel like when you talk to children you need to explain things in a different way that's really accessible for them (laughs) that's what I was doing with my dog right that's what I was doing with buddy so it's like It really explained it to him in a way that he might be able to understand if he was a person (laughs) and this is what i said i said to him hey buddy it's kind of just like um taking skills that you've already got but applying them to a different area of your business like marketing and in my mind i was imagining buddy was asking me well what skills mum and i was saying well great question you know um the skills are how to build rapport with someone like counsellors, psychologists and social workers are the masters of building rapport, but they've never used it in their marketing, right? They've never seen rapport building skills as a way to market their practice and attract clients. And I was like, light bulb moment. And from there, I was saying to him, "Yeah, so you know, they've got a, um, they can use their rapport building skills, buddy, to to get clients because they're really, really good at helping people feel comfortable. They're really good at helping people feel welcome. They're really good at meeting people where they are. They're really great at creating space for people." And then as I'm saying all of this, it's all just flowing, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this is counselling. This is this is actual therapy." And could it be that almost marketing is therapeutic or we can take a therapeutic approach to marketing and it got me so excited so then um some people had been wanting to enroll in marketing with soul but it, it was like so expensive so I was thinking maybe I could make a more affordable version so I thought yeah I'll just do a light version so I went and I made a no frills light version of marketing with soul based on this whole idea that um your marketing is simply an extension of what you're already doing. You're already doing it. So, oh, that was just another light bulb moment. You're already doing it. That Rebecca Campbell will be very proud of me. Um, you're already doing it. I'm going to have to go back and change my sales page when I get home to add that <laughs> because it's true. You are already doing it. At the moment that you answer the call, the moment that you write the email, the moment that you sit down on the couch opposite your brand-new client, you're building rapport and you are really good at it. You're better than anybody else in the whole wide world at this. People pay tens of thousands of dollars to learn what you already know, but you just never thought of extending your therapeutic processes to your marketing. Does that make sense? So when I had this realisation, everything just became so clear. So I've just quickly gone in and somebody was asking me this morning, is marketing with Soul Light available for purchase yet? (laughs) And I kind of put it on the back burner because also I had this bright idea to create a light version of Private Practice 101 um, over the Christmas break and I wanted to open it up on Christmas Day. So I kind of put Marketing with Soul Light on the back burner while I did PP101 Light. PP101 Light is kicking along now. It's doing great. But then when this client this morning said, when's the other one going to be available? I thought, oh, yeah, I better go and finish that. <laughs> and I sent her um, to a sales page because I pretty much just duplicated the sales page from the big Marketing with Soul program and just made a few little changes, but I hadn't gone in and made all these important changes about how, as we just said, you're already doing it and that I see marketing simply as as applying what you already know just to a different area of your business and it's not that hard. And, yes, you need to understand some systems and some processes, but I can show you those. But for by and large, you already know how to do things like build rapport, how to build trust, how to develop insight, how to hold the space, how to create the containers. You already know how to do all of that. You just need someone to show you like the other little bits and pieces, but they're not really that big at the end of the day. If you understand what I'm saying, can you, I I hope that you're following what I'm saying because it just makes so much sense and it just feels so, 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 so good to be able to say this out loud. But anywho, The other things that have been happening was, by the way, Happy New Year and Merry Christmas to everybody who celebrates Christmas. Um, Merry Christmas to you. Such a special time of the year. Um, For me, it was really, really lovely because I got to spend time with my nephews And I loved that. And I got to spend time with my sister and my mum. And, of course, it was Buddy's first Christmas. And he had his photo taken at um, the Christmas break-up party at his daycare with Santa, which was all very lovely. Um, Yes, he got a little show bag from Santa and everything. It was wonderful. And he's doing really well and mum's doing really well and everything's just kicking along. In the free community that i have called counselors connect australia and i also did it in my other free community which is australian counselors in private practice online i've said to people hey this post is for those of you who have a focus word for the year (laughs) you know if you're one of those people i'd love to know what your focus word is and i don't think two people have said the same word i feel like you know people can add into this post every every day I go in there and there's more and more words and it's so inspiring actually looking at what people are using as their anchor word for the year. Uh, for me my anchor word is automation. My anchor word is automation because as you might remember from previous episodes of the podcast I'm working with a money coach and my big goal this is just me I've just been totally honest with you here my big goal for the year is to get the business running to a point where things are taking care of themselves as much as they can which will allow me to take a step back Um, I just want to be working on it not in it as much so um, yeah that's why my word is automations. But it was really interesting hearing some of the other words as well. And some of them were really surprising and some of them were really inspiring. Like I saw the word intentionality get posted this morning and I thought, oh wow, that's beautiful. It's kind of like my word last year was focus. Um, But yeah, and that just kind of reminded me, the reason I shared that post was because I just feel it's important to have a direction. If you don't have a direction for the year and again this is going back to that episode that I did a couple of episodes ago about you know what makes people successful and if you didn't hear that you can go back and listen to it but just quickly there have been all those studies done on what makes people successful and those studies have been done in America and Canada and they consistently showed that people that had a goal were more financially successful so we're just talking about success in terms of dollars here and were more financially successful the ones who weren't and I thought that was so interesting and these studies were like you know we tested 100 men at age 25 and they were all really excited about going and starting their lives and doing work and you know but by the time they were 65 um you know one of them was I think the results were like one of them was rich or wealthy four were financially independent ten were still working and the rest were reliant on other people or other systems like the government for money like to live on and that was so sobering for me when I heard that it was so sobering because part of the reason I'm working on my money mindset at the moment is I'm trying to break um, sorry if this is going down a rabbit hole for some of you, but I'm trying to break, I do believe in intergenerational patterns um, and epigenetics. And I do believe that there's, you know, coding or encoding that, that happens, that things get just get passed down the line and they become your traumas to deal with or your problems to solve, even though they haven't really occurred um, in your lifetime. And we know this because, again, the science behind it, like, Did I tell you about, there was a study with rats and the scientists had the rats in cages and they sent like a little electric shock through the bottom of the cage. And at the same time, they puffed through the smell of cherry blossoms. Anyway, so they did that. And then eventually, you know, the rats passed away, not from being electrocuted, but they passed away and they had children and the scientists puffed the smell of the cherry blossoms into the cages and the children had trauma responses, even though they themselves had never known what it was like to have that little electrocution under the pads of their feet. They didn't know that experience, but they knew the trauma of it. And then they had children and those little rat babies had the same response Even though they had not in their lifetime had that experience of the trauma from the electrocution, isn't that just so amazing? But anyway, this is not a new study, it's been done so many times with all different things, but um the gist of it is the same. You there are things that are passed on, responses and reactions are passed on um through our heritage, through our ancestors, through our lineage for us so we have big responses to things even though we haven't actually had the experience that would warrant such a big response so anyway i was going somewhere with this i'm sorry i've gone off on a tangent again <laughs> uh i'll come back to that but yeah so i think i was talking about success what makes you successful i can't remember but anyway um yeah i oh, yeah having a focus word. the other thing that um I learned about having a focus word is yeah having this direction you need to have the direction so the people with the goals whether it was money or something else they're the ones that made successes of themselves and an analogy is like imagine that you've got a boat and the boat has a crew on it and it's got a captain and it's fully equipped and it's got all all the things it needs and the captain's gonna um you know take the boat from point a to point b now the captain can absolutely do that because they've got the map they've got the directions they know where they're going and 99 times out of 100 they're going to get there in one piece now take the same boat but don't put any resources on it don't put any provisions on it and don't give it a map don't give it any destination just start it up and let it go what do you think is going to happen I mean it would be a miracle if it hit land it's probably going to sink it probably run out of fuel and keel over or <laughs> yeah keel over um or whatever so it's when I think about it in that way it kind of makes sense to me well yeah we do need direction and so that's where this idea of asking people what their focus word was but came from and it's also why I have focus words so I've had them for a couple of years now um, and they really 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 do help me and I think that by knowing that direction that is how I get traction in my business the other thing that um do now that I never used to do was I do things in 90 day cycles so when I say I do it now I mean I've probably been doing it for the last five or six years I do things in 90 day cycles for my business so I track everything in 90 day cycles I market in 90 day cycles I um, put new things into the business in 90 day cycles and test them so everything in my business happens in a 90 day cycle Yeah, i was going somewhere with this as well (laughs) but i've just forgotten where that was going oh yeah um and the value of having a 90 day cycle is that allows me to um do short sharp sprints in my business that really close the gap for me more quickly than if i didn't have a goal so for example you know my goal this year is to automate as much of the business as i can um and the that's the goal and so now i know okay what are all the things i could do to achieve that goal and let's break them down into quarters and what's going to fit in each quarter and then once i know what i'm focusing on in that quarter if i want to i could say okay This week I'm going to focus on this and that's what I do. So I just use my Google calendar in there. I've got a um, function called tasks and I just make myself a little to-do list and in that to-do list I just say, right, this week you're focusing on this, this and this, right? So I give myself the flexibility, which is important to me because I like choice and I like to do things when I'm in flow. So I give myself the flexibility but I say to myself, this is what needs to be done this week. And so I know now that every week for those 12 or 13 weeks, I'm doing something that's getting me closer to closing the gap on that goal. Make sense? So if you are in private practice, maybe not for the newbies, but maybe for people who are in private practice who have a goal, maybe it's expansion. Maybe you want to get a new team member. Maybe you want to get new contracts. Maybe you want to diversify your services. Maybe you want to introduce a new therapy. Maybe you want to, I don't know, add packages or, or something special or do a summit or a retreat or whatever it is. Um, for you, have a think about, okay, what's my, what's my goal this year? How can I break that down into quarters and then jump into your calendar And make yourself a to-do list for the week based on what needs to be done that quarter. And don't carry anything over. You need to complete those things in that week. Try where you can. I know it's hard, but try where you can to complete those things in the week and you'll be just fine. So that is a way that you can stay focused in your business And it stops you from feeling like it's Groundhog Day, but it also gives you nice little dopamine hits on a regular basis because you're ticking things off that make sense with all the progress that you're making. So, yeah, it's just a really fun way to run your business and it's a light way to do it as well that isn't overwhelming. And it just feels so good to know that, you know, what you're doing that day rather than just winging it. You know, some people say to me, you know, I'm just winging it and I think, how can you be just winging it? You're like that little boat in the ocean. It's just like patting around without, I was gonna say without a driver, without a captain. You know, you're going to put yourself into infinity over here instead of reaching the destination. So, really have a think about where you want to be. You know, at the end of the year in your business, really have a think about that. Do you want to be working? Do you want to be out of your paid job? and more fully into your business, your private practice, or is it something else? You know, like do you want to be winding up your private practice? Is it that you want to be cutting back your one-to-one therapy clients by increasing your clinical supervision? Like really think about that. And, yeah, set a goal. It's like so much fun and it's got nothing to do with smart goals, which, oh, no, smart goals, smart goals. But anyway, so I just wanted to share those things with you today because... I thought that that was so interesting and I really, really, really wanted to help you with it. And I hope that this is making sense for you and I hope that this helps because that's my highest intention, to be always able to give you information that's going to help you and serve you. And yeah, if there's anything that you ever need with your practice, let me know. The other thing is on my Instagram, um, you might want to go over there and have a little look. I've put some posts up recently that have been getting a lot of interest, so they might interest you as well. The handle is at the private practice coach. And, yeah, reach out if there's anything I can help you with with your practice. I've got free things, I've got paid things, but I love to share good content as well. So have a beautiful, beautiful day. And remember with your marketing, um, uh, I truly believe that you already know how to do it. You just need a little bit of guidance and I truly believe that for therapists, you are the best marketers in the world and you just don't give yourself enough credit because you just didn't even realize it yet. All you're going to do is take the high level skills that you've already got and apply them to the marketing side of the business. That's it. You already know how to build rapport, hold the space, build the containers. You already know how to do all that. You do it every single day in your work. Um, All we're doing is we're just extrapolating the skills and saying, well, we've got them over here. How do we just pop them over here? I know, isn't it so much fun? It is so much fun. And, yeah, if you do want information on marketing with Soul Light, um, just flick me an email or leave me a comment and I'll send you a link and you can come along and join. Okay, that's all from me. Have a very happy new year and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.